Welcome to the Oleander Sunset Podcast, and I'm your humble host, Eddie McGee. Uh, this is episode five, and we'll call this Friends versus Enablers. Okay. A lot of us think we have friends, but we just have enablers. Basically, they're en- they're enabling us um, to subscribe to bullshit that's counterproductive to life in general, right? It's imagine you're a person that you've been obese your whole life and you want to embark on a new fitness journey, but three of your friends are all obese as well. And a lot of your friendship has been based in the fact that you've been morbidly obese, And now when you embark on this journey, you're starting to eat broccoli and salads and you're working out and, you know, you're 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 reading different literature and you're doing positive things. But when you turn around, your friends are like, wow, um, well, I'm eating pizza. I'm I'm eating chicken. I'm eating uh, deep fried lobster. I'm doing this. I don't know what you're doing over there, but when you're ready to stop all that, come over here. See, as long as you subscribe to things that are not healthy, you can keep those friends. But whenever you try to evolve, you notice that a lot of people, they don't root for you. Right. In that moment, you need to understand that you need to change your friend group. You cannot be around people like that. You have enablers, whether it's it's men or women. Let's say you're a man or woman that wants to actually have a healthy, respectful, decent, loyal relationship. But you're a woman that's hanging around a bunch of cheaters and all they do is cheat on all their boyfriends and go to the club every other day and beg for attention on social media. Or if you're a man that says, hey, you know, I want to settle down and you got homies that's going to the club that's tricking off money and and chasing women's validation and treating women bad. You might have to get rid of that friend group. You might have to get rid of them because as long as you as long as you subscribe to the shit that they do, you can stay around those people. But when you get away from that and you want something new in your life, you cannot exist within these bad bonds that you have with people. You got to get rid of people sometimes. That's just the truth. I want everybody listening to this to really sit back and think about your friend group. But, you know, um, do your friends still cheat on their significant others? Do they do sneaky shit behind their back and that you and you know about it? You need to get rid of those friends. They're not your fucking friends, because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a man and you're hanging around three dudes and they like, man, you know, as a man, we got to have some on. I got to have a side piece, man. I got to have a side bitch, bro. I can't I can't be with one woman, man. By the time you find a decent woman and you introduce your girl to your friend group, that's going to affect your relationship. You hanging out with a bunch of cheaters. That shit is going to somehow that energy is going to affect you. Now, everyone is their own person. That's a grown man making his own decision. However, if I'm hanging around this dude and he's fucking a bunch of women behind his wife's back. What do you think that's going to do to my relationship? What do you think that's going to do to my girlfriend? What she's going to think about that? You got to get away from people like this, man. In order to have a better life, a lot of times you have to be around. That's why that's why there's a lot of people tend to be around people who live in a parallel life. And it's nothing wrong with that. 
if you if you out here and you single and you fucking people and you go into the nightclubs and shit and you hang around people like that, that's who you should be hanging around. You should be hanging around people that's hoeing. You should be hanging around womanizers. You should be hanging around because that's what that's what you're on. That's your level. But you can't entertain both lives. We got too many people trying to entertain this shit and you don't have real friends that are telling you, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or that's not right. That's not cool. None of your friends are pushing back on, you know, the negative shit. They're only enabling it. And it's extremely unfortunate. Um, what was I going to mention too? Yeah, man. I, I think what's, I think what's with me, what's beautiful is I have a very strong friend group. Um, I have men that I've known, especially my best friend, Desmond, of 23 years um he's told me things that i may have not wanted to hear and i respected it and i looked inward and i started working on myself as a man i've told him things about himself we can have really really decent conversations and at the end of every conversation be like hey man i love you man hey i love you too man and you have a nice day we end our conversations with i love you that's how strong our friendship is a lot of men don't have that you just got a bunch of homeboys that y'all just meet up to drink and then that's it y'all have beers together y'all y'all only hang out when you are intoxicated or you chasing pussy you need real men in your life dog women you need real women in your life that's the problem you hanging out with a bunch of losers and hoes you need to be around people who hold you accountable who actually will tell you shit that will cut you deep, but it's for your benefit. And we don't have that. Society is, you know, society is so caught up in living in everybody's fucking highlights on social media. Everybody's so caught up in like, oh, I want to drive this car. I want to do this and do that. If I ever had one of my friends talking like that, I'd be like, wake up, motherfucker. We live in real world. This shit that we're seeing is a highlight. These people don't even really live like that. I was uh, listening to an episode of of, of uh, the Breakfast Club yesterday, and Doctor Phil was talking about influencers, and he said that there was an influencer that got online and they went on a live stream and they posted their clothes and they said they had floor seats at NBA All Star Weekend, all this shit. And the influencer, after immediately after the influencer turned off um, uh, the, the live stream, he said, I got to take this, these clothes off. I can't afford any of this shit. I need to return it immediately. And then they sat on the couch and they watched the NBA all-star game because they didn't have fucking floor seats. It's wild, man. We live in a wild world where those same people that fake like that, they have a friend group that does the same fucking shit because the only people that can exist within that type of situation are also fake people. You know what? I'm a, I'm going to go ahead and I don't like to throw out too much advice. I just like to say things, but I'm going to say this. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to know who your partner is? Look at their friends. If you really want to know who your partner is, or even if y'all not seriously dating yet, look at their friends. That is the best indication. What type of energy, what type of um, class, what type of, you know, what kind of integrity do these people move around with? 
That's the best determining factor, because in order for that friend group to exist within that woman or man's life, there has to be a level of subscription. You have to subscribe to certain things to be around certain people. I think the common denominator that I've noticed with good women is their friend group. They got a homegirl. They've been cool since fourth, fifth grade. You know, her friend is married and she's happy with two kids. Then the other friend, even if she's single, she's probably in college achieving a degree or whether it's in nursing, whatever it is. And she's just really kind and really nice. And she has a friend group of two or three girls and they all real cool. And they've been close for many years. And they all pretty much the same. They're not running around here being extra. Same thing with men, ladies. If you meet a dude and a guy has a hobby, he likes to work on cars and his his friends, they also work on cars and they spend a lot of time building up these vehicles or, you know, whatever it is. There is a specific type of man or woman that has a certain friend group and it's very telling. And I think that we don't do enough. We don't we just want what we want in society like as men. We just want what we want. And that's all we see. But we don't look deeper than that. And that's our fault, the, the shallowness within us. But you're but back to the main point, your man, your your friend group, it can make or break you. It can really make or break you. And you are making a decision every day when you keep these friends. See. I use the weight loss thing again as another example. When you want to lose weight, right? And you and then you mention like, man, it's been a up, it's been an uphill battle, but I'm trying to lose weight. And you tell your friend, and all they do is gas you up. I believe in toxic positivity. Sometimes when you're too positive, it's fucking bullshit. If your friend's 375 pounds and he's telling you, man, I'm trying to lose weight, but it's an uphill battle, I'm gonna tell him, hey, keep working. Keep working. I'll do everything I can in my power to make sure you're successful, but you got to keep fucking working. I know it's hard. I know it's frustrating, but you can't fucking quit, brother. You got to do it. You have to do it. Right. I feel like that's a real reaction. Support. I'm giving you support, but I'm not giving you a fucking way out, buddy. I love you. And as your friend, I want you to be successful and I want you to feel better about yourself. But I've seen the toxic positivity. Here it goes. And I've noticed this more with women, to be honest. Oh, girl, I'm trying to lose some weight. It's been it's been tough. Oh, girl, you don't need to lose no weight. You're fucking perfect. You're fine. You're beautiful. You are that bitch. You don't need to lose anything. Matter of fact, fuck anybody. Don't even lose weight because you're already perfect. That's not helping your fucking friends. You don't need to beat them down, but you need to have real conversations and say, hey, look here, I support you. I'll do everything I can to make sure that you're going to be successful. In addition to not eating a bunch of fucked up food in front of your friends. If I know I'm going to eat fried chicken and potato wedges and my friends 375 pounds, I'm not eating that in front of them. I'm going to do everything I can to 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 create. An atmosphere that is positive for my friend because I care that much about that person's elevation. Most friends say, oh, I support you. Yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. How the fuck are you supporting your friend when you see them going through a crisis and all you do is give them toxic positivity and bullshit? And then you don't even have enough decency to not eat bad food in front of them. Now, I understand the world is full of... um, 
it's full of temptation already. You know, you know, that's why when you leave a gym, every time, have you noticed every time you leave the gym, there's always a restaurant that's right next to it that smells fucking amazing. Every time you leave the gym, there's some fucking Mexican spot right there, or there's fucking Raising Cane's, or it's whatever it is. The world is full of temptation, right? And we understand that that's the way the world is. But you don't need your friends, like, compounding that by not being decent people and being honest people. I have a conversation with my best friend of 23 years, you know, the other day I was like, man, you got to get that weight down. We got to get that weight down. We're getting, I'm telling hey, our metabolism is not what it was, bro. We got to get our weight down. He's like, bro, facts. I got to get this weight off of me. Do you know how many people cannot tell their friend that they need to lose weight? You know how many people are hanging around men that don't take care of their kids and they won't tell them anything about it? It's crazy. Hey, you, you, these, the conversations, there's conversations that you really need to have with your friends. And it's like, imagine, and this is going to sound fucked up, but it's being, it's just being honest. There's, there's some men out there that might have a body odor issue. Like they might either, um, either don't brush their teeth or, you know, they, their armpits smell bad or, you know, they, they just look dusty. They don't look very great. And they and their friends don't tell them anything. Or I've seen a situation where somebody smelled like shit before. Like this, this, this dude always kind of smelled like he probably didn't wipe his ass right. And he was hanging out with the same group of friends. Those friends should have told you, hey, man, I don't think you're wiping your ass right, buddy. I don't think you're wiping your ass right. These are the type of, and this might sound funny to people, but these are the conversations that you should have. Because if that dude that's not wiping his ass right, if he finds a woman, now she's got to put up with his half-wiped ass. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You should have enough um, self-awareness and a strong friend group that's going to tell you, hey, man, I got these wet wipes, or here's a bidet that you can use to properly clean your behind. You know how many girls probably have a friend around and her pussy always smells terrible? And I'm not trying to shame anybody, but there is there is feminine hygiene and men that have hygiene issues. But she, her box probably smell all the time and her friends don't want to tell a girl you, you might have uh, you might have bacteria vaginosis. You know what I'm saying? You might you know, you might have your pH balance might be off. You just let your friend run around with a smelly box all day. You got to say something, man. It's just these weak friend groups out here, man. We got to do better. Stop being afraid to tell people the truth. And not and not to mention, you don't have to put people on front street. Pull them to the side and say, hey, man. You know, there was, a, there was an old co-worker that I had, and he was over 400 pounds. And at that time, I had, I had lost, I was on a cut, and I lost the most weight that I've probably ever lost in my life. And I was really lean. You know, I was probably about 229 and I was looking amazing, you know, and uh, I told the guy that I work with, I said, hey, man, um, if you need any tools or anything, let me know. Uh, I'm here to help you. Uh, and I do have a genuine concern about you. And I pulled him to the side. No one was there. And I told him to his face. I said, hey, man, you're a great guy. You're a cool person, but I do care about you. I am worried about you. 
and I'll do everything I can to help you. And he said, hey, hey, Ed, it's okay, man. Like, I appreciate you for pulling me to the side. Like, thank you for telling me this. He's like, you know, I have concerns about my health, too, and I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on losing weight. But, hey, Ed, I appreciate you pulling me to the side, you know. And I wonder how many people in his life are too afraid to tell him that he's morbidly obese. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you're being fat phobic or judging someone. When you care about someone, stop being quiet. Stop. You're not being a good friend when you do that shit, man. I know you think you, you probably think being that you're being a bad friend or being judgmental, but you have to say something. If you if you have a friend and he's having a problem keeping a job and he has kids, tell him, hey, man, um, you have kids, brother. You got to take care of your family. Stop quitting jobs. Stop putting all that stress on your wife or your or your your child's mother to pay all the fucking bills in the house. Have more integrity. Like you have to start telling people this shit. It goes both ways because if you're if you're telling people this or your friend group this, you have to be receptive to what they may be having to say about you. It's a two way street, man. I just genuinely hope that, you know, after people who hear this podcast, I really hope you can really uh, reevaluate your friend group. And if you feel like it's not conducive to keep those friends, you don't have to be mad at them. You don't have to hate them, but you do need to transition on from those people. And you need to do some reverse engineering on how you think and where you place yourself. Because when you place yourself around people who are not afraid to tell you things, it changes. Like it's, it's one thing to have this intrinsic, intrinsic motivation or um, these, these, these self-motivating things, but when somebody that you care about and admire tells you something you don't want to hear, that shit hit different, buddy. That shit hits way different because it's coming from a place of love. You know, let's be better friends, man. Let's be better friends and let's surround ourselves with a tribe of people who are, uh, they don't have to be doing the same things. You don't, like you don't have to have the same job or be going the you know doing this and one person all your friends don't have to make a million dollars a year but you guys definitely need to be going the same direction in life that's what you should be doing the objective should be upward mobility and if you if if you have friends that are doing something that are count, that's counterproductive to that then you got to can those friends, man. I forgot that guy. There was this, uh, this uh, financial guy that's always yelling all the time. And he was like, show me your friends and I'll tell you your future. I feel like that holds weight. I feel like that. I feel like that's a legitimate um, observation, I guess you can say. Yeah, but I'm not going to hold you guys, man. We're going into the weekend soon. It's Thursday, which means it's Friday, Junior. Um, when you go into the weekend, just take this podcast into consideration, right? When you're out having drinks, whatever you're doing, if you're just taking a stroll through Target, I want you to think about who you're with, whatever friend you're with, and think, like, can I be friends with them another 20 years? Can I be friends with them another 50 years? 
if if the answer is no, and I I looked at the analytics, so a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in their thirties. Okay, if the answer is no to that, I know it's gonna hurt, but you got to start considering letting these people go. They're never gonna change. Especially if you try to be objectively honest. If they can't take that, you might want to strongly consider um, making a change or transition in that friendship. Well, that's my time. If you made it to the end of this episode, I genuinely appreciate your ear. This has been the fifth installation of the Oleander Sunset Podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Have a blessed one. Later.